0: Trapeze, well, it a I don't mind If you don't mind Cause I don't shine If you don't shine
1: It's Quinn David Furness. It is a lazy Sunday afternoon featuring that song coming to you from the Killers. I am sick and tired. YouTube, please stop taking down the videos anytime I do covers. I don't know what else you want me to say. No, I don't own that song. No, I didn't write that song. Sorry for trying to pay tribute to the Killers. I guess I'll stop. Uh, This is Quinn David Furness, and wow, what a positive tone we're starting off with today. I am the host, I am the creator, and the best boy of Quinn David Furness Presents the Beantown Podcast. We are the people's podcast. We are one of Baltimore's top 500 podcasts. I want to make a distinction on that because I had a question this past week. People say, well, you mean Baltimore City or you mean Baltimore County? Because if you're including Baltimore County, then yeah, top 500, that's... uh, that's pretty impressive. No, I just mean the city. If it was, uh, you know, top 500 in, in the entire region, then, then, hey, you know, maybe that'd be a little bit more impressive. But, no, just the city. I don't want to get too big for my, uh, for my bitches here. That's really uh, been a theme from the start. Uh, speaking of that, there was, uh, I, I'm glad my, my buddy Ryan Ligon, uh, host of the Car Ride Convos podcast, up there in uh in Boston with uh Kristen English he pointed out to me that uh PodCon 2 uh the sort of like Comic Con but for for uh podcasts and escape pods is uh happening in Seattle I think in it's like uh January or February of 2019 and uh frankly I think we were both a little appalled uh, right off the bat if we're being frank here that there wasn't an invite i think there was some sort of uh oversight perhaps in the uh the invitation list i'm not sure if uh if they didn't spell the email correctly so let me uh, let me clear that up for anybody right now who's curious you can always email us at uh, com. that's yahoo dot com and we will always be Uh, happy to answer we'll get we'll get back to your emails uh i tend to a lot of a lot of places a lot of companies will say we'll get back within 24 hours uh we'll get back to you within 24 days Uh, so that's about three and a half weeks just trying to uh to cover uh my butt but uh listener discretion uh while we're just kind of going down the line of uh, the semantics here listener discretion is advised when you are listening to the bean town podcast number one we will occasionally throw some uh, jargon around here and there. Number two, podcast is uh, objectively terrible, as voted by uh, by me, the creator. So uh quick update on where we're doing on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Last I checked, we are up to six ratings, all five stars. So that is 30 stars. Um, a lot of uh, famous people, you know, they'll have uh, Hollywood stars. Uh, uh, star on the Walk of Fame, and most of those guys just get one star. Uh, so, so frankly, to have 30 stars, I think, is a pretty big honor. I'm blessed by that. Uh, please, if you are listening on uh – iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, or even if you're on Facebook, give us a thumbs up. But like us, uh, subscribe to us. That's how we're going to get the advertisers. Uh, as everyone knows, I've been in a, a, a you know seven-month-long battle with Jack Links to try to get them uh, behind the podcast. That is ongoing. I will update you all, listeners, when I have some uh, good news on that front. But the more stars we get, you know, if we could even get one person to rate it five stars this week, then we'd go up to 35 stars and uh and all of a sudden you've got a, a a coup on your hands uh, per se so please uh please do like it, share it if you're listening to podcasts uh you're talking about podcasts around the water cooler. tell your friends, tell your neighbors uh Quinn David Furnace is coming in hot with uh with podcasts every weekend. Thank you to those of you who uh, who do listen every week, I do really appreciate it. I'm always happy uh when I'm chatting on the phone with you guys talking about. How your life's going? And you tell me, hey, I love that podcaster last week. That that feels good. That means a lot to me. Tells me that uh, that what I'm doing is worth it. Although you could all stand up and tell me that you thought it freaking sucked, and uh, that wouldn't bring me down. You know, I just uh, I got that player mentality, and a player's going to play, and a podcaster's going to podcast. So that's what we're doing here. Uh, Last couple weeks uh, have been pretty structured, pretty organized. We've had uh, specific things we wanted to get to. On the podcast, last week we told the story of the crack Princess, which was awesome. So if you go back to the uh, it June 14th or July 14th podcast, you can listen to that story. We also did uh, 10 Elton John uh, hits from Deep Cuts that we worth checking out. So if you're interested in that, you want to expand your Elton John knowledge, go check that out. Uh, two weeks ago, then we were in Chicago. We had a farewell to Farwell. That was a lot of fun. I had my buddies on uh, Stephen Boy, Ryan Sanger, uh, Sean Young, even John Paul Pendowski of podcasting lore uh, made an appearance right at the end. So if you, if you listen to most of that episode, but you didn't finish it, but you're thinking, where is John Bull's John Paul Pandowski? He does come in at the end. I promise Uh, he's got some fun lines. So uh, that that's, what's going on today is much less, structured much less organized Uh, figured we'd throw a song back in there that was the killers read my mind from sam's town Uh, i don't own any of that material i don't know how else you want me to say it i never claimed it did uh it's a great song and uh yeah otherwise today on the podcast there's not a ton that i want to get done i do want to before you go do anything else i have an email a message here from Probably the most famous celeb to ever grace the beantown podcast platform that is my grandmother, Sally. She sent a hilarious joke via email yesterday last night, and I wanted to share it on the podcast. It is straight from grandma Sal uh, she is the she is awesome so let 's uh, without without further ado let 's go ahead and read the joke from Grandma Sal. Here we go. A man was driving and saw a truck stalled on the side of the highway that had ten penguins standing next to it. The man pulled over and asked the truck driver if he needed any help. The truck driver replied, If you could take these penguins to the zoo while I wait for AAA, that'd be great. The man agreed, and the penguins hopped into the back of his car. Two hours later, the trucker was back on the road again and decided to check on the penguins. He showed up at the zoo, and they weren't there. He headed back into his truck, Started driving around the town looking for any sign of the penguins, the man, or his car. While driving past a movie theater, the truck driver spots the guy walking out of the theater with ten penguins. The truck driver yelled, "What are you doing? You were supposed to take them to the zoo." Man replies, "I did, and then I had some extra money, so I took them to go see a movie." <laughs> cue, uh, cue audience applause. Uh, that's straight from Grandma Sal. She said, I thought you might like this because it's crazy in all caps, just like you. Do appreciate it, Grandma Sal. Uh, thank you so much, and I'm sure that the, uh, the, the listeners, the subscribers out there enjoyed it as well. well. There is a chance that uh, we could get a little appearance, uh, mini appearance from Grandma Sal coming up because we have exciting news, uh, something I mentioned last week, but I want to plug it again. Coming up on the podcast next weekend... We are going to be coming to you live from Anchorage, Alaska, where the sun never sets. It's about 19 hours of sunlight up there. It's going to be the first ever Beantown podcast outside of the 48 contiguous states, which is very exciting. Uh, Maybe the first podcast ever in Alaska. Yeah, Really, there's no data, so we can't know whether or not that's true, but I might just start claiming that. Uh, That's really exciting. I'm going to Alaska uh two things i gotta do i either want to catch a salmon with my bare hands or i want to catch a bear with my regular hands so we'll see which one of those happens i don't know which one is more likely to happen but uh but i'm gonna go for one or the other maybe both but uh that's happening next week and then the week after that we are going to have a podcast coming to you live from washington state uh camaro island where dodge makes the cars which is really exciting but we are going to have a special. It's going to be our third special. So, so far we've had, uh, and it's our Beantown Unplugged special series, right? This is not the, your your uh, your grandmother's weekly weekend podcast. Uh, first we had, uh, my brother Jack and I, we sang a little Oasis, which might not even be on YouTube anymore because the, I, I don't know, I guess I just don't understand copyright laws because I see people do covers of songs all the time and It doesn't get taken down. Apparently, you know, when Beantown Podcast, one of Baltimore's top 500 podcasts, wants to get in on the action, they're you know they're trying to squash the little guy. So that's uh, that's Obama for you. And that was number one. Number two, I talked about my personal day when I went to uh, Delaware. It was like the first day off I had taken in a long time uh, out of the normal work week. That was uh, exciting. Talked about the beach. Talked about uh, traffic. You know, typical Friday stuff. And uh, and this is going to be special number three. So here it is. It is the Roast of Quinn David Furnace. I have heard through the grapevine that my Grandpa Dave has some material. This is very exciting. Uh, we'll see if we can get uh, Grandpa Dave going. We'll see if Grandma Sal has anything she wants to add. Maybe she just has some fun jokes she wants to tell. Because uh, that's, that's the thing when you're trying to roast Somebody like myself where there's just not much to roast about. Uh, it might turn into just a, a compliment thing, but who doesn't love some good compliments? And maybe it'll be an uplifting feel-good podcast. We'll see. But we're going to get some family members on that. We've got some uh, some significant others uh, coming, and then we're going to get them to do some material as well. So it's going to be a good time. Look out for that in about a week and a half. Roast of Quinn David Furnace is going to be happening live from uh, the Pacific Northwest. So I wanted to, uh, to make mention of that, mention the email address. We're on Twitter. We are at Cast. You can always tweet at us there. Don't get a lot of action on the Twitter these days, but it's, I am active every week. Every time I'm posting, we're going on Twitter. We're going on my personal Twitter account, at White Buns. We're on Facebook. So keep it up. This is how you build a brand. Speaking of building a brand, this, this might be the most scattered podcast yet, but these are things I want to say. So thank you for listening. Cuts by Q, that's Q-U-T-Z by Q. My uh, a lot of you know my barber shop, my hair boutique, that sort of thing. Uh, we are up and running. Uh, we have been for years now. I just gave myself another fresh cut today. You can check that out on Snapchat or the Instachat uh if you are interested you are in the baltimore area and you are looking for quality haircut for less i only charge about five ten bucks it's not bad also if you need someone to walk your dog i'm on rover so you can check that out as well and i'm pretty good with a guitar if you couldn't tell so uh got a lot of different talents that i'm throwing out there always looking for extra cash we're throwing it right back into the bean town podcast i was uh I w- I've been doing some reading up on investing lately because I, um, I do the you know the 401k stuff the Roth IRA got all that stuff going but I I've got a little bit left over so I'm I'm looking you know how am I going to invest this so I go to the Nasdaq and I'm thinking okay well I want to throw this into the Beantown podcast because obviously I control it I know how big I'm going to get I know the market I've done the research uh, probably one of the best podcasts in this entire apartment building. Frankly, I don't think that's too arrogant of me to say, uh, didn't show up on the NASDAQ, uh, probably because I I think NASDAQ is an acronym N A S D A Q. And I, I think there's only six companies as part of NASDAQ. It's like, um, NATO only has what North America, Africa, uh, Tanzania and Oman, I think is NATO. Um, so yeah, it's it's an insiders club. It's a boys club. I don't I don't want to be part of that. Um, you yeah, know, I'm not like Bette Midler and for the boys. I'm not there for your pleasure, for your entertainment. Uh, but but i i I want to put this out there. Stuff like that there. That's a classic song. If you don't know Bette Midler doing stuff like that there from For
0: the Boys, I want some hugging answers. Stuff like that there. Stuff like that there. And then, and then, and then, and
1: then, and then, and some and and then, and and uh, this podcast is not going to get taken down for the killers. Apparently it's going to be for Bette Midler now, although Bette's a saint. I know she's not doing it. It's probably Obama cronies or something, all this Russian you know, wiretapping and stuff. They're probably just going for the Beantown podcast. So, um, Mercy. Did not expect to be singing Bette Midler on this podcast. Hmm. There are a couple other things I want to get to. I do anticipate this being a little bit of a shorter entry. Uh, than what I've been used to. Now, granted, I say this every damn week, and next thing you know, you're looking at it. And I say it around like the 15-minute mark, and you look at the length of the episode, and it's like 57 minutes, and you're like, oh, let's see how Quinn F's this up this time. I really don't have that much to talk about today, so don't be surprised if it is shorter. Uh, Let's see, we advertised the roast, we did our cover, told Grandma's Joke, uh, quick little online dating check-in. There is a disturbing new trend. I want to do a little PSA here. Uh, disturbing new trend in online dating recently. Uh, no one is swiping right on me. And that that's really what I wanted to say there. I go through bursts in uh, online dating where I'll, I'll do... Uh, you know, a couple of different sites usually uh, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, and then the Snapchat. If you swipe all the way to the right on Snapchat, it shows you like the different stories, and it's you got the dog ears, and it's always like showing off the ass in the mirror. So I'll I'll do some uh, some some Insta chatting on that as well. But I'll I'll go for like two days where I'm doing a lot of this. Probably once, uh, maybe once or twice a month, I'll do it for a period of one or two days. And I'm in a period right now, and it's not going well. Not getting many matches. I don't know if everybody went to Ocean City for the, the weekend or if everyone's at Artscape just too busy swiping or what the deal is. But uh, not getting a ton of matches. I do have a hilarious uh, Tinder story that is actually very reminiscent of a, a Seinfeld plot. Because of the current circumstance, I'm not able to tell it. Right now, but I will get back to that story I promise uh once the time comes. look for it maybe in august depends on on where things go with what's happening right now. but I do have a good story waiting in my back pocket. I'm not just saying that um, otherwise, I haven't done too much um I really haven't been looking for a ton because. Yeah, I'm going on vacation for two weeks. August, we'll, I'll be around the whole month, so we'll see if uh, we get anything back there. And then September, October, I'm gone. Uh, I'm gone for work. We're going to be having a lot of podcasts. Uh, this is looking down the, the road about a month and a half here. But we're going to have a lot of podcasts live from Chicago. Should be a good opportunity to get some guests on. Um, we'll probably have a podcast in uh, Indiana coming up here, maybe one in uh, Memphis again. We did our, our first and only ever outdoor podcast you recall from uh late april i think it was about april 28th april 29th episode we did it from the banks of the mississippi which is actually really cool and there's some good ambient noise out there uh i know i've you know I, i've i've been talking about trying to get that podcast emmy for a while here and uh the political episode with uh bean town podcast political correspondent nick Albano was a good one uh, but if you're looking for more of that natural aesthetic, the the live from Memphis uh, entry was a was a solid one as well. Don't remember what we were talking about, but I'm sure it was good stuff.
0: Mm.
1: So there's one other thing excuse me that I wanted to get to here and it's it's a it's a little bit of a lengthy thing, but I do have a decent number of people who are just inquiring about The movies I watch, because a lot of people know I'm a pretty big uh, cinephile. I've probably, you know, this calendar year, probably gone and seen, you know, probably 45, 50 films or so. So there's a lot there, and a lot of it was in the heat of Oscar season, January and February. There's obviously a ton of great content happening on that front. But, you know, post-Oscar season, I've actually been able to see a lot of movies, that I uh, that I really liked as well, and movies that you may have heard of. Some of them are, you know, kind of mainstream. Some of them are, you know, not as prominent, though, and they're, you know, it's way better. I, I hear people say all the time, there's just nothing good at the movies these days. Well, you're just, you're going to the, you know, AMC-12 where they're only showing, you know, the big action blockbusters and the stupid comedies and stuff, and sometimes those movies are fun, but there's so much more out there, and movies can be such a more enriching, more rewarding experience, and that's something I've been able to uh, to take advantage of and to discover uh, post-Oscar season this year. So I want to give the rundown of a couple of movies. It's going to be more than a couple, a le- decent list of movies I've seen this year that I really enjoyed. Um, so I, I want to start off with The Death of Stalin, which has a pretty big uh, presence, I think, Internet-wide of people who've seen the film. But The Death of Stalin is a comedy. Uh, A bunch of good actors in there, but two that come to mind are Jeffrey Tambor and Steve Buscemi, who plays Khrushchev hilariously. These guys come together. None of them are Russian actors. They don't use accents. They talk in their normal voices, which adds to the hilarity. It is obviously a partially true telling of... When Joseph Stalin died back in whatever it was, the 50s, uh, 60s, uh, I think the 50s. And sort of the fallout from that, the scramble for power, it's just that they just threw a bunch of comedians in a room together, and it's definitely a dark comedy. It, it's just it's fantastic. So if you like Buscemi, if you like Tambor, a couple other comedians, you can go check out that cast list. It's The Death of Stalin. It is side-splittingly hilarious. Um, you were never really here was a Joaquin Phoenix one, kind of like John Wick a little bit, um, but it also touches a lot on the PTSD. Uh, I think he, I think Phoenix plays a Gulf War veteran in this film. Uh, there's going to be another list or another movie on the list here coming up towards the end that is about PTSD that's also really good. But this is a really solid entry. Kind of, kind of like a John Wick, uh, Jack Reacher type uh, setup, but uh, you know it has that PTSD aspect to it. It's John, it, it's Joaquin Phoenix. You can't go wrong there. He's got a little kid the whole time, so it's kind of like uh, Aliens three, so or two. I don't remember which one it is. Two or three, whichever one has the kids. Uh, Indiana Jones 2. It's got a, except it's not funny at all. It's really brutal. It's really violent. Uh, so if you're looking for a really good <coughs> uh, sort of thriller, uh, I don't know if there are any other genres to include on that. Definitely a thriller movie. Go check that out. Uh, for everyone's FRI, I'm, a for, I'm avoiding like main super mainstream movies. So I saw a Quiet Place. I loved it, but I'm not going to talk about it because enough people have talked about it. Um, the Rider was another movie that came out that I don't think many people heard about but is going to be on a lot of uh, end of the year top 10 lists. This film is awesome because it takes uh the main character it and a lot of it is based off of his own experiences. He's I I'm not sure if he's professionally an actor but his his dad plays his dad, his sister plays his sister and she has I think Asperger's in real life and in the movie and Basically there aren't paid actors in this movie. Uh it's about this guy who's a rodeo rider and he suffers a concussion and it really messes up his head and he's not really able to do the thing he loves anymore moving forward and he has to sort of navigate that uh you know moving forward and figure out what is what is his life actually going to look like now that he can't do the thing that he felt like he was born to do. So that's the rider really good especially when you consider that those people aren't actors this is just basically the way it happened uh I'm looking through my list here I'll mention disobedience that was Rachel Weiss and Rachel McAdams it is uh it's a lesbian sort of love story pretty sad uh, I don't remember enough about it to be able to give a really good sort of 30 second quip here but if you like those two actresses uh, it is uh it 's a solid entry if you 're just looking for some lesbian action, go for it. who isn 't you know uh first reformed Paul schrader, the guy who wrote uh, taxi driver Ethan Hawk i uh, Ethan Hawke, one of my favorite actors i 'm not sure why this film was released at this point in the year because I feel like if you know you you uh release this film in December and january it 's got a great chance of getting uh, uh getting some award recognition, you know, Paul Schrader did a good job directing uh, Ethan Hawke is uh an Oscar waiting to happen. Eventually it's it's going to happen for Ethan Hawke. He's been nominated uh I don't know how many times, definitely for Boyhood. I think it's maybe he got something for one of the before or um after movies. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But he's a great actor. The Purge, of course, Ethan Hawke, you know, really carried that movie. But it's First Reformed. It's about a, a a preacher who works for a kind of struggling church institution, and he butts heads with a mega church. And it's Amanda Seyfried it's in it as well, and she plays a little bit of a, a Mary situation. So that's First Reformed's Paul Schrader, uh, excellent film for sure. Uh, I'll quickly note on Chesil Beach that was Searcher Ronan. It's based off of a novel. It is a very sad. Um, really sad movie about a couple who just gets married and they have some intimacy issues and it's sort of the fallout of that and it follows it into the rest of their lives um, as they, you know, kind of do their own things. That's On Chestle Beach. Very sad movie, but a well-acted movie. I talked about American Animals, I think, on the podcast a couple episodes ago. This was a fascinating, true story of... Four guys in, uh, it was like 2002 or something, and they went to try to rob a rare books collection at Transylvania U in Lexington. And the film kind of uh, uses the uh, I Tanya way of storytelling, except instead of, you know, they had Allison Janney play Tanya Harding's mom, instead of that, they actually had the guys who did the crime play themselves uh, in kind of that interview format. And then uh, Barry Keegan is is kind of the high-profile guy uh, as one of the actors. Really underrated heist film. I mean, it's got amazing social commentary sort of about the millennial generation, but it's an amazing heist film, too. Really good soundtrack, very well directed and edited. Um, I've heard, when it first came out, everyone was going crazy about it. I've since been reading some more reviews, and people are you know, not as happy with it. I don't get it because I thought it was a masterpiece. American Animals, wonderful film in and of itself, but the social commentary it brings with it as well, was magnificent. I saw uh, Sorry to Bother You, a film which a lot of people are talking about right now. Uh, Boots Riley, is that the the guy's name? This was his first film. Kind of like Get Out, uh, you'll be able to very easily make those connections when you watch the film. Sorry to bother you. Is <laughs> also a you know a race relations commentary for sure, but it gets really weird, especially in the third act. There are some things that obviously I obviously can't tell because it would completely spoil the movie. But it stuff shit hits the fan and it goes crazy. Um, it is uh, like Keith Steinfeld and Army Hammer in like the perfect role for Army Hammer. If you liked him in Social Network as the Winklevoss twins, he's kind of back into that vein. Uh, it is the exact opposite of his role in Call Me By Your Name. So if you're looking for a good army Hammer villain role, that's uh, Sorry to Bother You. Again, really good uh, soundtrack, very well acted and directed. There there were some missteps in there, especially towards the end of the film, but it is the director's uh, first film. It's made in Voyage, so I think we can make some exceptions for that stuff. But Sorry to Bother You, a film which I'm sure you know, you've know you heard people talking about. If you're not already talking about it, go check it out because it's, uh, it's really interesting. And I had some issues with it, but the more I let it sit, the further out it's been. I saw it, what, a week ago now. Uh, really, really solid picture, especially for a first try. And then last night... I went and saw Leave No Trace, a film which I've been very excited to see. Ben Foster and Thompson McKenzie. This is from the director of Winter's Bone. Oh, what is her name? I was just looking that up the other day because I felt bad that I didn't know it because she's only had three films now, and it's Deborah Granick. She's had three films. First one was the one that launched uh, Vera Farmiga's career, second one is Winter's Bone, which is already about seven, eight years old. Of course, that movie is famous for getting Jennifer Lawrence into the game, and then this one is uh, Leave No Trace. Ben Foster is a very underrated actor. If you saw Hell or High Water, that was him uh, playing brother to Chris Pine, uh, along with Jeff Bridges in there. So he's really good. Thomas McKenzie, a newcomer, but I see, or I foresee, her career taking off too because her acting in this was spectacular. Uh, she's from New Zealand, a Kiwi. This movie is about a dad and his daughter who live off the grid. Um, you learn to find out this dad's got some serious PTSD issues. He's an Iraq war veteran, and uh, they sort of get uh, caught up in uh, in the real world, and it's the fallout from that, and a little bit of survival, a little bit of PTSD stuff, uh clash of opinions dad versus daughter one person's been uh been through it all and is now on the other side of it the other person is just beginning to go through it so it's their conversations it's that clash there it is amazing an underrated uh score for that film really adds a lot of tension and a lot of drama to the picture that you don't really realize while you're watching it uh, and that's what makes it so great that is leave no trace that one uh I don't know. I haven't I haven't gotten a good enough feel for what all is coming up. But Ben Foster, I, I hope one of these days we'll get his, uh, like Ethan Hawke, we'll get his Oscar. Um, I don't think this, this wasn't an Oscar-winning performance for him, but it could potentially get a nomination. Really strong picture. Go check it out if you get the chance. Uh, there are a couple other movies I'd seen, but those were sort of the big ones that I wanted to make mention of. Yes, I'm caught up on my... Uh, superhero films. I saw Black Panther, um, though I don't think I ever did see the Avengers movie, and I haven't seen Ant-Man. Not as interested in that, but so he says he's caught up on the superhero movies, and he lists one movie he's actually seen. Mm. So to give a quick rundown of what I actually just mentioned on that list, oh, I also saw Solo, which mm, don't have as strong feelings about it, as uh I did for Last Jedi. Uh, in fact it wasn't a bad film. It was just kinda kinda bland T B H. Oh, I wanna make one other mention, Thoroughbreds. I forgot about that. That was a movie I saw back in February, January maybe. Uh Thoroughbreds is kind of like American psycho but with two uh like sixteen year old girls. It is Olivia is it Cook? Is that her name? She was in Ready Player One. She is an absolute cutie. I went to school with a girl who looks like her, and uh, once I made that connection, I couldn't stop. Anyways, that was Thoroughbreds. If you liked American uh, Psycho, Christian Bale, you'll like this. Again, another dark uh, comedy. But let's see, on the list we had Thoroughbreds, Death of Stalin... Uh, You Were Never Really Here. I didn't talk about Isle of Dogs because I figure most people, it's Wes Anderson, you probably know it, but I saw that, loved it. Uh, The Rider, Disobedience, First Reformed on Chesil Beach, American Animals, Sorry to Bother You, Leave No Trace. All those movies, movies I definitely recommend. The ones that I have really loved so far, American Animals, Leave No Trace, Sorry to Bother You, I think I would need to see a second time to really... uh, Get a good feel for everything it's trying to say, but that was a good picture. You were never really here. I would like to see again because that was really strong. And then, um, First Reformed. I really like that film as well. I really like Ethan Hawke, and uh, Paul Schrader is a is a master at what he does. So, anyways, uh, that was that was just kind of a mid year movie check in. Um, kind of gearing up already for Oscar season. We'll be getting into full swing in another couple months here. Mission Impossible 6 is coming out this weekend. I'm eager to see. I'm actually really eager because Mission Impossible 1 is kind of iconic. It's got the John Voight thing. The heist scene is awesome. Mission Impossible 2 is kind of a misstep, It's just kind of okay. 3 was great, but largely because of Philip Seymour Hoffman, played villain very well. And then 4, they kind of revitalized. The franchise 4 was Ghost Protocol. It's the one where Tom Cruise climbs Burj Khalifa and just like they got, a, they kind of got their new formula. They got their new crew of people. They threw Jeremy Renner in there. Um, I think I don't remember if Alec Baldwin was in that one already or if he's not in until five. But they got um, Paul Patton was in that movie. She is a pretty, uh, pretty attractive lady. They brought Ving Rams back. They brought uh, uh, what's his name, the guy from Hot Fuzz. They brought him in, and they kind of got their new their new groove going. And that was number four. Number five, Simon Pegg, that's his name. The issue with number five, which was Rogue Nation, was that it really didn't try anything different from number four. And it really, you know, it had two set pieces that were solid. It has the orchestra scene or the opera scene, um, which is good, but it's so early in the movie you're not really ready for it and, it, and there's a decent amount of tension, but it kind of seems like it's just a caricature of itself at that point. And then the underwater scene is great, uh, where he gets saved by Rebecca. Doing a lot of Googling of names here. Not Rebecca remains Stamos, uh, although I would love to see a, a Mission Impossible movie with her. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson saves Tom Cruise as he's kind of circulating or circling around underwater. But other than those set pieces, it's really kind of like... Uh, so I'm eager to see Mission Possible 6. A lot of what they've been playing up for the set piece has been the helicopter duel between Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill, uh, who plays, I think, a British agent in this movie. And that's cool because the you know the trailers will always play up that one set piece. Four, it was Burj Khalifa. Five, it was... Oh, I actually don't even... Oh, five was the opening uh, scene from five where he jumps on the airplane and that sort of stuff so we're gonna see i i'm a little concerned that they're just replicating four again and obviously four was great but if five it got a little sweaty six if they do it again then i'm officially gonna say like this this needs to be over uh tom cruise go find something else i wish i really hope at some point before tom cruise hangs it up that he does go back and do another and and will do another drama uh or another comedy role because the action stuff Jack Reacher Oblivion uh, Edge of Tomorrow Mission Impossible all that stuff I mean those are entertaining films right those those are solid action films Tom Cruise knows what he's doing and he does a good job but he was so good in a lot of those films from the 80s and 90s where he plays that drama role uh he can I know, I, he's a really underrated actor and obviously he's crazy but he's a great actor, so I hope at some point he'll do that, Uh, give us one more look into that before he decides to hang it up. That is pretty much what I wanted to say. It's been very rainy all weekend, although as I say that, I was looking in the mirror. I went for like a seven-mile walk this morning. I'm not running because I'm having some back issues, but somehow, even though it felt overcast the whole time, I got sunburned per usual on my walk, so it always happens that's just the joy of having white 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 skin so but it's been rainy artscape's been happening this weekend haven't really done too much with it because it's just so crowded and uh it's just gloomy outside so today was my first day off in two weeks very happy to uh not be doing anything kicking back i watched the cubs win uh they uh, took three out of five a five game series with the cardinals at home it's a lot of baseball um uh, they got three out of five which is great watching the nascar race live from uh i don't know if you guys could hear that it was thunder outside nascar live from uh, loud new hampshire jimmy's still looking for his uh, first one of the year i don't know how much left he's got in the tank no pun intended but uh, we'll, we'll see if he can pull something out of his hat today. Otherwise, gearing up, uh, got a pack tomorrow night, going on vacation, as uh, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast. That's going to be fun. So look out next week for us live from Anchorage, followed by uh, a, the third entry in the Beantown Unplugged series, the roast of Quinn David Furness. Really looking forward to that one, particularly seeing what uh, Grandpa Dave has up his sleeve And then uh, we'll have a a live one from uh, Camaro Island, and that will be fun as well. Otherwise, that's about all I got for you. As promised, it is a shorter entry. Uh, We are not hitting that hour mark. 40 is going to be a solid one for us. 40 minutes will be a solid one for us uh, today. As always, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. I know people just say it on their podcast because it's something you're supposed to say, but it's awesome that I'm able to interact with people whether I know you or whether I don't know you, thank you for uh, for spending time. Whether you're just listening to it straight up or you're commuting or you're running or uh, you're cooking, whatever you're doing, appreciate some of your time this week. You can always follow us on Twitter. We are at Beantown Cast. You can email us, Beantown Podcast, Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B E A N T O N Podcast, Yahoo.com. Feel free to do that and uh, reach out on social media, Insta chat, Snapchat, all that stuff. I'm on it. You know where to find me, Quinn David Furness. This is my podcast, Bean Town Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your work uh, of your week. Be safe, and I will check in on you next week.